Welcome to the Mega Creative Show podcast version. I'm your host, Mega Retro. My co-host, My Creative Owls, joins me every single Tuesday and Thursday as we dive into specific topics dealing with NFTs and all things surrounding them. Today, we will be diving into the topic, five strategies to boost your Twitter engagement. Why is that important? Twitter engagement means everything if you're trying to get your name out there, if you're trying to grow. And in order to do that, you need organic growth. You need real people. So let's dive into five strategies you can use to boost your Twitter engagement. Hey, lunch break. What are you going to eat today? Um, I'm good, doing good. a little... Doing, doing a little, I'm doing a little bit of leftovers from from uh, from last night. I got a little bit of lasagna. So. No turkey. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> and it starts. <laughs> and it starts early. Good morning, everybody. Oh goodness! It's it's been a it's been a good morning for me so far. Uh, I've been up since uh, five. Un unwanting to wake up that early, but uh, allergies, man. It, it, it'll wake me up in the middle of the night for some stupid reason, but um, I'm glad to be at it now. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, so, so a little off topic today, Owls. So it's something that I'm actually working on myself. And I'd love to hear what you're kind of like, what's what's on your chopping block for, for the day for, for the next few, few days is uh, for me, I really want to get my website, you know, up and running the way that I want it to be. Like at least a good chunk of, of a distance into my revamp for my website to really kind of utilize SEO as much as possible. Um, so that's what I'm working on today and uh, uh, over the weekend, just uh, here and there sporadically. What about you, Alex? What are you up to? Um, just probably enhancing the brand, the visualizations, uh, making sure that the website, again, is, is more clear and uh, just kind of working on some partnership stuff along the way. Um, it looks like the Creative Owls brand is is hitting some new milestones. So just trying to prep for the future. And, you know, I'm excited for, for the new schedule that we got coming up, which is going to be on Tuesdays and Thursdays moving forward. Yeah, man, I love it. Um, well, uh, we're, we're obviously pretty busy, but um, we're super happy to be here with everyone. Uh, to, today, I wanted to announce real, actually, we'll wait until we get a, more, a couple more people in here. We'll go ahead and uh, share some vital information about uh, our spaces. So let's go ahead and get in. Retweet this out, get the word out that we're live. Um, also, if you could DM it to, to some different groups or people, that'd be great too, just to let people know that we're live here. We really want to share these these tips and these uh, interesting facts with people so that they're able to grow as content creators. Because I mean, it's it can get pretty daunting when you're um, when you're doing things and you feel kind of alone in your process. And so, we really just want to dive into these things today. So today uh, on the Maker Creative Show. We're going to be diving into five strategies to boost your Twitter engagements. Um, I'll go ahead and share the article that we're going to be using that we're going to kind of, uh, you know, work with uh, during our agenda. Um, but also we would love to hear kind of just different feedback when we open up the floor to different people to be able to share uh, their thoughts and their, you know, what they want to add to the conversation. So uh, that's what we're going to be diving into today. Um, my mind's going a little blank today for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ums. If uh, if Yams was in here, like what uh, Beluga says, yeah, I might get yelled at as well. But uh, Beluga, welcome in here. What's up, Dave? Uh, I want to say hi to some people in here. You want, you want to help me out, Alice? Say hi to some people. 
Nope, you you're doing great. Go <laughs> eat your food. Go eat your food. Whatever. <laughs> oh goodness, what's up, Coin? What's up, Eva? Uh, Eva, I meant. Sorry. What's up, Yeats? Yeats, the one only Yeats. Good to see you, man. What's up, Shib? What's up, Cynthia? Dean? Yeats, where you been at, man? We've been we've been looking for you. Boy. I think he's been around, but he just he changed his profile picture, so he's kind of like undercounted. <laughs> uh, what's up, Tamara? What's up, uh, Lila? What's up, Claire? Prism, Misfit, VDK. Happy belated birthday, by the way, VDK. Hopefully, we didn't. I'm glad we didn't chase you away with our happy birthday yesterday. I'm I'm, I'm not singing her happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a once in a lifetime thing, there. I know. Dave, Dave wants us to do it again, but we're not doing it again. And congratulations, Lila. I think, uh, Lila just released her um, her artwork. She did a collaboration with the one and only Vans, and uh, that just got released. So congratulations. Traditional meets AI, which is really awesome. I love it. Yeah, Lila and Vans are, are two people to keep your eyes out on as they continue to grow. A um, couple more people I want to say hi to here is... Uh, Webheads, good to see you back in here. What's up, Cece? Nana, what's up, Art Angel? Uh, Future K, B, B Ventures. By the way, B Ventures, I did see your request the other day, uh, but obviously we were ending. So um, if the conversation opens up, if you want to share during that time, feel free to hop up here and share. Uh, what's up, Do? What's up, Kukul? Uh, Kukul, say Kukul Ken? And Pratu? Uh, Hopefully I'm saying these names correct. <laughs> we got a sleepy pirate out here. Um, yeah, it's great to have everyone in here. Thank you so much for taking the time of your day to come and hang out with myself and, and Creative Owls. Um, I think we got some people in here we could share our information. I just want to make sure we have uh, you know a good good amount of our regulars in here. But uh, so starting next week, next week Owls and I will be switching our schedule to be Tuesdays and Thursdays only at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, the reason for that is because we want to bring better content. Like we're, we're truly trying to focus on quality over quantity. And the more that we, we stay in the, the full every weekday thing, it's just, we're kind of getting stretched with a, a lot of the all, uh, personal things that we're also doing as well. So uh, we really want to bring something of, of value to each person that's hopping in here. Um, have it feel like you can actually schedule to kind of come here and hang out with us on Tuesdays and Thursdays specifically, but also not feel like you have to miss out on some other casts as well. Uh, the great thing is there's a lot of other spaces that have popped up since Alice and I started. And so um, there's plenty of other people within the community that we could always go and support and hop into their spaces as well during that time uh, that we wouldn't normally been uh, in our Twitter spaces. Uh, another thing is working on some bigger deals and projects uh, that take time. So we get for Alice and I will need more of that time to, to plan. Um, and we want to bring creators, uh, educated spaces. You know, we really, uh, did a post the other day, uh, just yesterday, and it looks like a lot of people want, um, NFT education. So that's one of the things we're, we're just really going to just dig our feet deep in and really focus on as well as tools to grow. And so that's kind of what we're doing today is we're talking about some tools to grow, uh, not necessarily with that in the title, but. Um, that's, that's really what we're, what we're doing here as far as myself and creative owls. We really want to, uh, provide some, some really good content when it comes to educational. So hopefully you're coming here with your pen and your pencil ready to go, uh, that you're, you got your coffee or your tea, your water, whatever it is that you have, uh, to, to sip on and drink on in the morning and you're just ready to go, uh, ready to take some notes and, and to learn and to dive into this with us. So. 
a couple things I want to go over, and then I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, talk with Owls here in a second, because I might have a mouthful of food. This is the Mega Creative Show. As I said, uh, we, like I said, we'll be live here Tuesdays and Thursdays from now on, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, at least for now. Who knows, it might change again uh, later on in the future, but I just wanted to keep you updated as far as what's going on in the current. So we got the Mega Creative merch. You can grab that before it gets discontinued. Uh, we got the Mega Creative NFTs that are dropping April 2nd. Uh, super excited about those. Those are ready to go and, and everything. So uh, there's different rarities for different items within those NFTs. Those NFTs, there'll be 500 pieces, 24 Matic each on the Polygon Matic network. Um, April 2nd is when they drop. And if you're a holder of them, you'll get ex exclusive access to different channels within uh Creative Owls Discord, which will be kind of like our central spot for the Mega Creative Show uh, Discord and whatnot. Um, and then within within the different utilities you can use it for, like you can, I mean, it'll become even more precious for for people that are holders, especially because we're not going to be streaming uh, on Spaces every single weekday. So you'll be able to use them to you know hop up to to have a fast pass if you want to use them towards helping us pick different topics, um, you know, and, and, or you can actually co-host with us if you're a holder. And so uh, there's, there's many other things that we're also implementing as well. Uh, also another thing is two quarterly winners for merch. So if you're looking to, to support what uh, myself and Creative Owls are doing here, uh, feel free to keep an eye out on those as well as, you know, kind of get those utilities under your belt as well. Uh, but that's April 2nd uh, on the Polygonmatic network, 24Matic each. So looking forward to that. A uh, couple other things real quick is the Polygon Showcase is coming up April 1st. Owls, I'm so excited about this, man. And uh, just just your your tenacity with getting these done and, and focused on. And so um, great job for Creative Owls. We want to just uh, throw some clap emojis up in here for him, putting that together for us as a community. Uh, definitely keep your eyes out for that. If you're an artist and you're especially Polygon artists, uh definitely reach out to creative owls because there there are some there's a limited amount of spots left now so uh, to get your artwork in there um it does there, there are different fees or whatever but depending on which one you get or depending on your situation you can talk with owls and see what uh see if you can kind of get you exactly what you need there um and like i said april 1st is when that happens more information for that you know as, as time goes on here uh polygon show uh social Polygon Social Hub, I can't even speak, uh, is open, just to remind everyone. So hop in there. I know, right? <laughs> I can speak English. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I see we, I see what you did there. <laughs> Polygon Social. <laughs> social. <laughs> it's so cool, guys. <laughs> oh, goodness. The Polygon Social is open for everyone to hop in and hang out. You can onboard a lot of people in there because it's open to the public. So definitely a great place to meet some new people in there. Uh, and then, Owls, you want to go ahead and give us a little teaser about your uh, your newsletter that dropped just, what was it, a day ago, two days ago? Yeah, we dropped our, our, our monthly newsletter. Uh, there's a lot of great information. There's a lot of things that are happening around Matic uh, with the deals that are, that are that are happening. And then also the new trends that are happening in gaming. Uh, you're seeing new companies that are now getting diverse and using Polygon as as their platform. Uh, we're seeing massive deals in the space. And and What's nice is that I, I, I connected with a lot of Twitter uh, hosts and, and they're the ones that are actually in, in, in here 24 hours and we're asking them, you know, what are the top artists 
that, that you see that are coming out this month. So we're highlighting artists. We have Soma AI as our spotlight artist. We have some YouTube videos that came out to help you with some training and uh, just, just some good resources for you to read, uh, you know, as you're heading into March. So use that as a, uh, a place for you to, it's like a cheat sheet. So if you, if you're gone for a week or, you know, you're, you're onboarding somebody, uh, this is a great place for you to start because uh, a lot of this information comes from the, the core Twitter spaces. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Uh, and this is also for um, the one and only Beluga Bay. I think he's still in here, right? I, I can't see. It's it's acting up for me. This is for you, Beluga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you so much, everyone, so much for being here. Uh, hopefully you're having a great morning. If not, hopefully this brightens your day up and gets you ready for the day. Um, we're looking to just like really kind of end our week on a solid note here, right? I was like, because the week's not over yet. So like, we're still working really hard. We're still trying to get people encouraged, pumped up for what you're doing. Um, obviously you're the one that kind of controls the pace of what you're doing, but uh, we would love to, to be a part of, um, yeah, just helping out with, with however we can to, to help you be encouraged to, to grow more, to do more as an, as a creative, um, not necessarily, I should rephrase that, not necessarily do more, but be more productive is what I should say. But, uh, but yeah, so owls, any, uh, anything you want to just quickly say is, is your highlight from, from yesterday's cast, like anything that really popped from you just to kind of give people an idea. Want to maybe listen into that previous one, the recording mm, one. Nope. Go listen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, man, we, we, uh, I think what we talked about yesterday was, uh, you know, statistics around NFTs 2022. We brought up a lot of points around, uh, what's happening in different countries, how the blockchain is changing, what the price and value um, is taking over time and how we're seeing the numbers of adoption come across, but also how women and gender are actually taking place in this uh, this new uh, technology, but actually how are they utilizing uh, NFTs. So a lot of great information we shared yesterday. Today, we're, what we're going to do, we're going to dive in a little bit more around Twitter since all of, a lot of us that are in the NFT space hang out at Twitter, use Twitter as a great tool to connect, to sell. Uh, so we're just going to go over five strategies to boost your Twitter engagement. These are things that you guys have probably already are doing or are not doing. Um, you know, what we ask for you, if you want to come up as a speaker and actually talk about your experience, how you utilize some of these strategies we talk about, please let us know. Do have an open uh, mind as we have these discussions. Bring a pen and pad so you don't forget if you have a note or if you have a question. We have a lot of speakers up here and people in the crowd that do a lot of these things. And and I'm here to learn um, as well, too. So kind of keep that mindset as as we go over these topics today. Mega? Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Uh, I got I got a, a little segment now for us every time. So it's called Joke no. Time with Mega. No. So I got two jokes for you. Ready? <laughs> I just want to put a smile on some people's face, and I also want to make uh, Alice cringe. That's all these are for. That's all. It's not even to be funny. It's just to make them cringe. All right. So first one. Here we go. You ready, Alice? I sold my vacuum. I sold my vacuum cleaner the other day. All I was doing was collecting dust. Oh, that was. Uh... <laughs> uh, and the, here's the second one. You ready for this one? Oh boy. Did you hear about the guy who invented the knock-knock joke? He won the Nobel Prize. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a good one. That was actually a good one. So, 
<laughs> so, like, do you wake up in the morning and just, like, crush two popsicles to get the jokes out? <laughs> <laughs> you made me really clap in real life, though. <laughs> that was good. Oh, my gosh. Oh my you, can, you can just imagine Mega waking up and like, good morning, honey. So, you want breakfast? No, I got to get these popsicles up there. <laughs> You probably have like I'm a pop. forcing her to eat popsicles at a, at a fast you, rate. Too. I need you, some jokes now. You got a popsicle. <laughs> you probably got a popsicle tray on your desk. I'm sure. Yeah, I go to Costco and grab like the giant bags. <laughs> hey, all right. Anyway, that segment's done. All right, so let's go. <laughs> let's go ahead and keep moving forward before I I just uh, before more cringing happens. So anyway. <laughs> uh, today's topic is, uh, and I don't know if you saw. Do you see the? I send you the the Google Doc, by the way, for for the agenda. I'm here. Um, We're good. Okay, cool. So today's topic is five strategies, five, uh, to boost your Twitter engagement. So obviously, there's many other ways that you can um, that you can boost your engagement, but uh, these are these are top five based on this article that we're talking from. Uh, we'll we'll go ahead and post that in a little bit here. Uh, okay, and so. We're going to go ahead and dive into this. I got your notes there, Alice. Uh, all right. Make sure you get your notes ready. Any kind of uh, documents, if you want to start getting things ready to write, uh, get these uh, get these things you know written down so you can remember. You're going to have a lot better of a chance remembering things if you're writing it down, right? <laughs> Are we going to say something else? No. Um, this is the time for you guys to you know catch up because uh, – I'm going to be taking notes. I hope you guys are too and, and learning along the way. And if I can have some, some speakers up here that, that want to talk about, you know, how they engage and what their strategy is and want to share with us, I think this will make the conversation go a lot smoother. Yeah. So um, actually, I was, we'll, we'll do this and I'll go through all five. I'll read them out. And then I would love to have your feedback after I kind of go through, uh, read them out. All right. Okay. All right. So, First things first on this list of five strategies to boost or amplify uh, your Twitter engagement. First thing is, and then I feel like this is kind of a given here, is, is catching your audience at the right time. Uh, let me go ahead and read this little blurb here. Uh, so it says, timing is one of the most crucial factors that inf- uh, that influence how well your tweet performs or how many people engage with your tweets. That's because the platform sees around 350,000 tweets on average per day. Uh, so it's important to, to get your time your your tweet out in time when people are highly active for the better chance of visibility. So uh, just to just to, for those who are just listening in here, there's an actual graph here, and what it's showing is that the most popular times and this is for Central Time U.S. So uh, just to you might want to write that down. It was a CST, I believe, is the correct, uh, but uh, Central Time is the busiest time throughout the whole week is between like 8.30, 9 a.m., and like 12 to 1 p.m., and that's throughout the whole week. Um, there's a big peak for it, so so Monday is kind of when it starts to ramp up uh, at that time for the for that busy time that I told you. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, so Tuesday through Friday is when you're going to see a huge amount of people and a huge amount of potential engagement in the times of 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., central time so i gotta make sure that i uh you know make it clear it's central time because um there are some apps where like for instance tiktok it actually pulls from your local time more than anything 
so it's good to know that uh, what time zone they they focus these stats on. So uh, just to kind of tie into yesterday's conversation, I was uh, we were talking about like Nigeria, we were talking about Asia, many different countries who are adopting at a, at a crazy rate, um, like a really really fast rate, and so. These time zones obviously are for CST, you know, the busy times, but I feel like there's times within there that are going to match different time zones from like Nigeria. You know, if we really want to cater to those types of those cultural cultures or whatnot, um, what would you say is kind of like the best way to go about uh, planning out your tweets, maybe even scheduling them? Is there, is there any kind of tools that you want to recommend um, to do so or to, to know what times to post? Yeah, so there's there's plenty of tools that you can use to to schedule your your tweets, and we talked about those. Um, but I think we I just want to talk about the value of of like utilizing this data. So, for example, if you have a drop or if you have a project that you really need to get out or you need to push a project, uh, these are the best times for you to tweet and 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 really focus on making sure that your tweets are really uh, descriptive and have a really good call to actions around these time zones because you know that you're going to get a, a dedicated target audience that are going to be checking that out. Obviously we're seeing that like after Friday, after kind of Friday and Saturday, it just kind of dies down after, you know, Friday, you know, one, one o'clock cause everybody goes enjoys the weekend. So maybe, maybe you, you, you hold back on that, that really juicy tweet and, and wait for yeah. like Monday, wait, wait for like Monday or Tuesday. Right. Uh, because you know, you're going to get the most exposure uh, out of those days. Wednesday seems to have the, actually the biggest block of, uh, of activity. Yeah. And, and I'm surprised, uh, for just seeing that. And, 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 and when you use tools like Hootsuite or, or other application tools, sometimes they, they're tracking your data and then they start recommending times for you to post or tweet. Right. Yeah. And like, I think Facebook does it uh, on their back end. It gives you recommendation of like what time to tweet with their, their, their scheduling system. It's crazy. There are some times where the system tells me to, to post at like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. And I'm trying to identify why is because that that's the time that you're going to see Asia or, you know, uh, other countries start start using it around that time. So that's why it's recommending those. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting, too. I mean, also, I, I would say that this what they give here as far as this, this example of a highest engagement, lowest engagement graph is mainly also it's it's like an encompassing of all everything, all the information. So um, there's obviously different areas where it might make more sense to tweet at times when, you know, it's not actually lining up with this graph. So maybe that might be it, you know, different audiences and whatnot. But but it's night and day. You can tell the difference between high engagement and low engagement yeah. uh, days. Like, for example, I posted a, a tweet last night um, around the Polygon showcase that had some animation video, which, which should be some qu high quality content, right? Easy to read. But because I posted it at that time, I think I looked at it today and it had like 120 views. And I'm like, how the hell does it have 120 views when I have 5,000 followers? Like, What's, yeah. like, what am I what am I doing wrong, right? Did I not use the right hashtag? No, I am. Yes, I know I've got engagement followers. So that lets me know the time slot that I selected was way off uh, for for my for you know my peers or people that are following me or my also, community. It could also be another thing too. Um, in taking consideration where, especially on mobile, you can actually set it up to where um, you can either get your feed. Uh, it, I forgot the word. 
Um, but chronologically, the the order that they're actually made is that is how they show up in your feed. Or you can make it to where Twitter will just show you the ones that it thinks that you will like the most at that moment. So what do you? So pick? it could be that a lot. What of do you? What do you pick? I usually do chronological because I like to see what's what's current, what's going on. Because with the other mm. one, it can show me tweets from like two days ago, three days ago. You know. Yeah. So, so I'm opposite. I'm on okay. that side. So question to you guys that are listening, how is your tweet, how is your Twitter set up? Are you listening in for at the time stamp or are you listening in for like the latest information for me? Because I'm on the go. I try to pick whatever the application picks for me or what's trending that, or I just go straight into my notifications to engage. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good for us to kind of break that down too. Cause um, I, I feel like there's different benefits for each one. But um, as far as fleshing that out and understanding what that benefit is, I, I think that's still to be discovered. Because um, alg- algorithms are good and bad at the same time. Like there's, there's a good side and a bad side to it. The bad side is it really does keep people from seeing the latest information. So if somebody popped into you know Twitter at like 8 o'clock at night and you just happen to, to tweet, um, mm-hmm. because of the algorithm, it most likely will not show it. It'll show one that had a lot more engagement from an earlier, higher engagement time. And and, and for me, it's like right when I feel like I, okay, man, I got a good tweet. I got a good post. I got great engagement. I'm like, damn, I got the algorithm. I know it. Right. And then the next tweet that goes out, it's like, wait, what just happened? You know? Yeah. Um, So those are the things I'm trying to understand and, and to play with. And I feel like it changes consistently how, you know, how, how you outreach or how you connect with folks. So I think that's why it's also important to retweet other people's content and, and try to find valuable content because that's what, what's, I think that's what's going to allow you to reach different people outside of your network or allow your network to share that valuable content out to their network. Yeah, man. Uh, let me go let, let me break this down again for those who are just listening in uh, and you might not have this, this uh, specific uh, graph open on this uh, article. But so, so like I said, it says from about 8, 9 a.m. to around 12 p.m. This is central time, U.S. Uh, so that, those are, that's pretty much your busiest time throughout the entire week. However, each day it does vary. So it looks like Wednesdays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays are not busiest for sure. Tuesday, it looks like it goes from about 8 a.m. To 12 to 12 p.m. but it's like super high engagement for each one of those for sure uh throughout each one of those hours wednesday has the biggest one it's from like 8 a.m till about 3 to 4 p.m okay time. but we i think we can agree that saturdays are just not it <laughs> yeah. i feel yeah. like saturday everyone's gone <laughs> yeah so i i think i i just want to point that out that's so i i'm just that's one thing I definitely see that it's like a coherent, like Saturdays, it's very low engagement on Twitter. People are being active. People are, yeah. are out and about. So just, just keep that in mind. If you have a big announcement, and it's on Saturday, stay away from that. Yeah. This goes for spaces too. So if you want to do spaces at certain times, understanding like Shit. It's, it's not, it's not that you're less popular or it's not that you're not doing a good job. It just could be that there's less people on the platform. So, so don't beat mm-hmm. yourself up, you know, if you're at a certain time, especially Saturdays, right? Um, like Dave, I, I commend you for, for doing yours on Saturdays because it's, it's usually a less busy day. Um, but it's, it's great that we have a space on Saturday for those who are able to make it right. Yeah. yeah. So, so for, for Saturday specifically, it shows that around, and this is more on the lower end of the engagement uh, level, 
but it, it Saturday's busiest time is between 8 a.m. and like 1 and 2 p.m. But that's that's it. Although that seems like a big block, which it is, it's on the very low end of how much engagement per hour. All right, Mega. So we're yeah. we're beating this up a little bit too much. I I think I think we're good. good. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I think it's good. No, I think it's good. I think we're transparent with this, but uh. I, I know we're starting to get some requests up here as well, too. So I want to be, you know, I know Coin came up, wants to come up here and probably talk about this. So let's run through the five and then we'll, we'll come back up. All right. Sounds good. The next one we got here is make the most of visual elements. Uh, and this is a little, little snippet from it. it says any regular Twitter user knows uh, just how much a photo or video stands out on a platform amid all the, the text tweets on mobile, a particular and, I'm sorry, in particular, a tweet with a visual element takes up at least half the screen. And the more visible your your tweet is, the more likely it is to get engagement from your audience. Mm. In fact, if your tweet includes a GIF, those tweets get 55% more engagement than those without. That's that's what I want to know. <laughs> Daniel, yeah. So So think about it this way. You know, you have on Twitter, you can have like the wide and then you can have the horizontal. They're a little bit bigger. Yeah. The image sizes, you know, I feel like I'm going to go towards the the horizontal, sorry, horizontal, vertical, the vertical ones, actually, sorry, because they're going to take up more space on your phone. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's probably a better selection. And then obviously as they're scrolling, they're going to see like a whole like two thumb swipe <laughs> of your content, right? So take advantage of that and make sure that you're using visualizations or GIFs. Uh, I use a lot. I use more GIFs and comments than I do in my actual posts. Yeah, that's crazy though. 55% more likely. Uh, here's here's some alpha for those who um, want to take, take advantage of this. There's, where is that? It's called socialsizes.io. It's a website where you can go to, and it'll have all – this is just extra alpha, by the way. So this socialsizes.io, and on there you can actually – it has all the sizes you would need, templates and everything for every single social media platform on mobile. Uh, and I think also desktop as well. So um, really, really useful. And, and on Twitter, it actually shows you the resolutions that are best to use, video sizes, all that. So definitely yeah, we'll, uh, check that out. We'll put that in the Discord for you guys to check out and to make sure you guys know what the requirements and standards are. All right. So uh, anything else on that, Alice, before I hop to the next one here? No, uh, Secret, do you have a question around around two before we go to three? Yeah. Well, I have a question, but I don't know if I should maybe wait until you uh, speak everything, but it's about bots. Are, are you going to talk about how about that? or, or... Well, let's, uh, uh, is yeah, that, we'll, is we'll, we'll circle back to that at the end. She's talking about bots. Of okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because I have Thank the problem so that uh, I have a, a lot of bots following me. I don't, I don't want that, and I don't, I don't know how to uh, avoid avoid that. So I, I want mm -hmm. uh, real followers that are people, not bots. And I don't know how to how to manage this situation. Yeah, let's. Uh, we'll talk about that. Well, right now we're talking about engagement, and then we'll talk about how to counter getting that type of engagement. Then. Yeah, secret. Just write that down, and then once you come up, you're welcome to. We can dive into that for a moment. Um, all right. So the the third one, the third thing we got here. So so real quick. Number two was uh, tweets with gifts get 55% more engagement than those without. That's that's huge. 
the third thing we got here for, um, you know, uh, strategies to boost your Twitter engagement is interact with your customers slash, you know, followers tweets. So interacting with other people's tweets is going to be huge. So uh, drive up your Twitter engagement. Uh, drive up your Twitter engagement is by actively engaging with your audience yourself. Instead of uh, routinely tweeting and expecting the likes to flood in, why not give out likes and retweets from your end as well? Based on the principle of recipro uh, reciprocity, engaging with others will make them feel more inclined to engage with you. I've noticed this myself as well. Uh, Alice, I don't know if you, you've, uh, I'm sure you've noticed this too. It's just like when you tweet out, that's one thing, but then once you start like actually engaging into a conversation from somebody and what they're posting about, diving into their project, really kind of calling out different pieces that they might post as well. So like, for instance, Lila just posted about her one of ones. There's, there's different pieces in there and be like, dang, man, I like this one specifically and say why, you know, and then also retweeting is, is huge or quote retweet. That's also another way to show some support as well. Um, Alice, any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's super important. I mean, you're on a social media platform to engage, engage people, uh, you know, it does. It takes two seconds to to hit a like or hit a retweet, uh, or you can be the lone wolf that wants to show nobody love. And you, you guys, <laughs> you guys obviously know how how that's gonna how that's gonna turn out. And yeah. but here's the thing: think about engagement as you know getting value. Like in the more like this morning right now, I, I my morning post was like, "Do you like working from home or from the office?" Right. And what I'm trying to do is trying to create a conversation to get under people's points of what what struggles you deal with every day if they're working from home because this is something that we're, we're all dealing with right now especially during covid so i just want to create an engagement because of it and not only that it also starts the twitter engagement throughout the entire day right and then you have someone like beluga that's asking another question around hey guys do you guys you guys want to have this for the community the fact that you can engage you can actually hear what other people's uh, point of views are what do you want from the community and it's it's a chance for you to actually put your opinion in or just to be heard or get your account to be recognized yeah so it goes it goes to our conversation that we had a little bit um i think it was yesterday where basically just being around being visible right and so that's part of being visible being active being uh just a part of the community is you know commenting on tweets um i've noticed that you know just me commenting on a tweet not even like saying anything about myself there's there's no inherent pointing towards myself at all besides me just replying to that that tweet um and i'll see i might get a follow here and there and uh for those who are looking for like and this kind of like touches a little bit on what the what secret project was was mentioning for those who are looking to get real organic growth um this is a great way to do that without having like you know it's in a box just following you for no reason so is actually getting some some real engagement, real real uh, conversation going between people, and it's not that you're trying to be controversial or drama, you know, but like definitely be yourself, kind of get your thoughts out there, and, and really kind of engage with the community, see see what people think, and see what follows you. So, um, I think that's it for that one. Let's see here. Next one we got here. Uh, why don't we go ahead and boost the room real quick, and then we'll get to jump into four and five, and then open up the floor. <laughs> I love that sound. This is the Mega Creative Show, everyone. Thank you so much for being here this morning. Uh, we are live. It's myself, Mega Retro, and Creative Owls. 
Um, and we're, we're diving today into the topic of five strategies to boost your Twitter engagement. We're obviously, I'm reading off of an article here, uh, and a lot of these, this information that I'm reading from is from Twitter, Twitter business, uh, Twitter account. So, uh, it's actually from Twitter themselves. So, uh, hopefully this information is, uh, is relevant to a lot of you that are in here and that you're able to use this in a way that's, that's very powerful for yourself as a, as a content creator or as a, a developer, whatever it might be that you're doing on this platform, but that it helps you to be able to grow what you're doing. Um, it's frustrating when you hop into a space and you feel like you're pouring yourself into it and you don't see anything kind of coming out of it. So there are different strategies you can use that we kind of have been going over uh, that will really help your growth as a creator. So um, we want we want everyone here to feel like you're able to work smarter and not just, you know, for the sake of working harder but that you're able to really utilize um, these, these different strategies to be somebody who can also help educate others. Um, and, go ahead, Alice. Yeah, and, and real quick, the, the whole overall goal of what we're talking about, of why we want to do this and why we're going over this is to increase brand awareness, uh, drive sales and generate sales to your project or to your brand, uh, and also increase community engagement uh, and then also grow your brand audience and increase your website traffic. That's why we're talking about all these things. So you're, if, if you're understanding, like, what's the point of all this? That's why. Increase brand, increase sales, increase community engagement, increase website traffic, and grow your online brand. Awesome. Man. And, and just real quick for the boost, I'm going to go over really quick uh, the announcements. Owls has his newsletter that's out for Polygon focused uh, projects and information, definitely sign up to that on his profile on Twitter. You can actually sign up to that underneath his bio. Uh, we make a creative merch should be pinned up top, or at least Alice has recently tweeted about it. We got the make creative NFTs that are launching April 2nd uh, for 24 Matic each. Uh, definitely keep an eye out for that and their utilities. We got Polygon Showcase launching April 1st. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Owls is taking charge of that, so definitely keep an eye out on his tweets and his information if you want to get involved with that, if you're a Polygon project. If you're not, you're still welcome to join us. we got Polygon Social, which is still open 24-7. Hop in there if you want to onboard people and meet new people within the community and have a place to hang out. Um, and then just real quick, we're actually changing our times as of next week to Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we just want to be able to focus more and bring you better content, kind of like what we did yesterday and today, uh, but a little more hyper-focused than that as well. Just like us really being able to pour some solid information out there so that we're able to equip each person that hops in and you feel like you're getting something of, of great value just by showing up and listening in. Um, and with it just being Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, hopefully you're able to schedule it a lot more um, freely. And, and able to really uh, dial in uh, your scheduling, whatever whatever you can do to listen in with us. If not, we will be recording them soon. Hopefully, we'll listen to recorded too. But uh, that's pretty much all I wanted to go over for the announcements and the boost. Why don't we go ahead and jump into number four and and number five, and then we can start opening up the floor. Sound good, Owls? Yeah. After four and five, I'm also going to talk about why customers unfollow brands on social media too. Ooh, that's a good one. That's an extra right there. All right, so number four here is jump in on trending conversations. This is something I lack in completely, and this is something I, I don't really think about often uh, because I'm very focused on my communities and, and whatnot and what's going on and, and the current tweets, but this is very important. So jump in on trending conversations. It seems like Twitter sees a new viral topic each uh, every other day, 
Your brand can capitalize on this by participating in trending conversations and topics relevant to your industry and your company. That's a, that's the important part right there, right? Relevant to your industry or your company, or we should say NFT business. Um, this helps you gain visibility with people who have yet to, to follow you on Twitter, uh, which then paves the way for more engagement. Uh, for an easy way to discover trending conversations and, uh, and to participate in, click on show more, or I'm, I'm sure you all know how to do this. Just go on the search on, on mobile here uh, and you're able to actually see all the current trending things. There's actually even a trending tab you can click to see what's all going on. Um, one thing I will say, and, and I, was, I would love to hear your thought about this real quick, is what about conversations where it's like it can get really controversial? Does Do you feel like that reflects really badly on your brand? Uh, shoot. Uh, I stay away from stuff like that, man. Yeah. Uh, I stay away from religion or talk about, you know, re- politics point of view. Uh, my brand doesn't uh, doesn't want anything to do with, with, with sharing light on that. We're just focused on community and you know creating dope art and 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 other things not not conversational stuff like that i think when it comes to to trending topics i think one that i think we can talk about is like when open c did that stupid ass <laughs> sorry when they did that <laughs> uh, a few months ago uh and, and and it really shook the whole community right yeah, yeah. and that, that was a trending topic that it was important to jump on and to uh, to talk to our community about because that provided more value for your brand, but it showed that you're up to date with what what the hell is happening, right? Uh, one of the things why people don't follow brands is because they don't pro- provide valuable content. The fact that you're talking about the topics around OpenSea that other projects are about, uh, that's going to help you or whatever you know your project lets you know that you're a thought leader in that space. That lets people know that you should be following you because you actually care and you're actually diving into to figuring out what the real answers are. Yeah. So uh, with with that being said, I definitely feel like there are different topics where you can still kind of chime into where obviously things like what, what happened with uh, Ukraine and what's still going on with that. You can still kind of chime in and still share your thoughts. Right. But there is there is a way to do it tactfully in a way where you're not like trying to cause controversy, but you're still voicing how you feel about it. And so. Um, there's many different ways you can go about that, but as as Owl says, just make sure that whatever you choose to do in your in your path with um, with jumping on trending conversation is number one. You're not just doing it to take advantage of it, especially if it's something like what happened with Ukraine. There's a lot of people that I'm not saying anybody here, but I'm just saying I've I've seen a lot of people where they'll do that just just for the sake of the attention. And uh, you have to make sure that your att- intentions are pure and that you're trying to do it for the right reason. And that, and people can read that, right? They can more than likely read it for what your intentions are. So just wanted to throw that out there. Um, there's a lot of things you can have in private conversation. It doesn't always have to be public. Uh, if somebody's really curious, they can always ask you privately. So, um, but yeah, trending topics, easily find that. Number five we got here is create polls on relevant topics. So I just did this just yesterday. Um, so Owls, Owls has challenged me uh, probably like a few weeks ago. Uh, to start doing some polls and whatnot. So um been taking that up whenever possible to remember. Uh, but uh, the, only, the only unfortunate thing, Owls, is I don't know if uh, – does Hootsuite allow you to schedule polls? Because I know that – No, that's – okay. So what's really nice about social media platforms is now they have these integrated automation processes that you can integrate, like your, you know, your – 
your tweets, but you can actually do your stories, et cetera, et cetera. There are some still, there are still some features that are not tied into some of these new applications, uh, and polls is not. And the other one I don't like is that I, I'm just speaking on for Hootsuite, which I use for, for multiple platforms is that I can't upload a photo and then tag people in, in that actual image. Yeah. Um, so because think about it, you have 150 characters. Your job is to get as much value and provide a great call to action with that. Sometimes you can't do that, but you still want to create some engagement and tag people that care about your product. Yeah, that's good, man. Um, I think, I don't know, man, there's, there's so much information we can go over, but, um, it's really important for us to, to make sure that we're utilizing these different things these different tools that we have even even if it means that the inconvenience of like i can't schedule it right um, yeah but but it's like but it's still so important it, it 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 is important but back to number five like creating polls and relevant content this is a great way to get engagement from your target audience to identify what they what they care about right to identify what topics they're mostly interested. We did this yesterday to talk about, hey guys, we want to do Twitter spaces, but what do you guys want to hear from? Do you guys want to hear more shilling? Do you guys want to hear more of Creative Owl's brand? Or do you want to hear more of thought leadership, educational training? And we, we, we left it up to the community and that makes it easier for us. So we know what type of content that's going to match you guys a lot better. Um, Beluga does this when he asks people, you know, how big is your project? How many holders you have? So then you can identify things quickly by just getting some quick engagement along the way. Yeah. Um, so yesterday I put out a poll and the, the, the main question was this, what are your favorite kind of NFT spaces to spend extended time in? So that's, I think that's one of the biggest things oh, that Alice and I are looking for <laughs> is not just hopping in a space, right. But actually hanging out, like, what do you, what do you wanting to listen to for extended amounts of time. And so, um, especially if Alice and I go on for like an hour or two, like we want to know if we're wasting our time or if, if you know, what we present is, is a value. So um, I said, please be honest. So, so I put there, I put show projects, put wins of the week, I put NFT educational uh, and tools to grow your brand. So those are four different topics. Um, and we've done all four of them, Alice and I, but I wanted to see like if, which one kind of pops out. And it looks like that uh, 39% of you out of 64 people, 39% voted NFT educational, uh, 34% voted tools to grow your brand, 19% voted show projects, and 8% voted wins of the week. So what that goes to me, show me owls, is by doing that poll. So obviously this, this is just more of just to gauge and see what people want to get involved in, but this poll created a lot of engagement, right? And so that goes to show me, okay, if I do wins of the week and show projects or pitching projects, um, maybe I don't want to do it for the entire cast, right? Maybe I might want to do it on the second half or here and there in between um, since it's not as, as much of a desire compared to NFT educational or tools to grow. So what's your thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and, and if you're, if you're a, a, if you're on Twitter spaces or if you're an educator, this is a probably one of the biggest tools that you're going to use in your toolbox, especially if you're, if you're using social media. Uh, I know other platforms like, uh, Instagram have the, the voting poll on the, on the Twitter spaces where you can, you know, hit yes or no or create your own emoji. Uh, so this is a tool that's used on all different platforms. It's there for a reason. It's up to you to use it. Yeah. So, and this is in no way to bash anybody who's doing one or the other. Obviously, like I said, Alice and I do all these topics that I put out for the vote. Um, but this, it's great feedback from the community to see kind of like what, 
what's going to give you like the long-term engagement, right? For people hanging out. Uh, I know for myself, you know, I, I definitely want to know that information, but just polls in general. So let's go ahead and step away from like necessarily like just figuring out what the community wants, but would you suggest also doing polls? I was like, like what's, what's your favorite food? You know, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, tacos, whatever. Like, do you, do you suggest doing those kind of like out of nowhere type of polls as well? Well, yes and no. So for example, I did one the other day without a poll, but I asked my community, what color theme do you like? A or B? And I had two different owls, right? And what I'm doing is that I'm trying to figure out what my target audience, what what is their colors that they like more, right? So then maybe I want to create towards that color theme, right? Or say if I had two, two art pieces that I'm creating, right? And they're two different styles and you want to figure out or think about it this way. You're an artist. You have two different projects. You put that out there. Hey, guys, what do you guys want to see more of, A or B? And that will help you know uh, what your target audience or what people are following you want to see more of your artwork of. So then you can actually dedicate more time to artwork or a project that's actually going to get you a bigger return on investment or engagement um, within the space. Yeah. So pretty much what you're, what you're saying, if, if I'm going to try this, no matter what type of tweets you do, whether it seems like they're on or off topic, making sure that you're still trying to grab some sort of information from them as a, as a content creator. Is that correct? That, yeah, that, try to get some information or uh, have a good, strong call to action so they know what they need to do or what they need to click on uh, for that tweet. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Owls, um, I, I really appreciate you, man. I appreciate your, your insight on this this topic as well, man. You, no, yeah. you, really, you really do know some, some deep stuff. And it might seem like pretty usual for yourself, but for a lot of people in this community, like we really do need people like you. So I appreciate you, man. I appreciate it. And, and I want to talk about why customers unfollow brands on social media. And I'm going to go Do through it, this yeah. list, this list kind of quickly. The first one is, is poor customer service. Uh, you know, people are going to ask questions about your project mm. or ask questions about an event. And if you don't get anything back, they're 56, 56% more likely to unfollow you. What uh, about the other how thing, slow you respond? That, that still falls underneath poor yeah. customer service. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, the other one is, is irrelevant content. So if you, if I sell owls, right. And then I start saying, Hey, I'm going to start selling worms. You're going to be like, wait, what? Uh, so irrelevant Unless content. Unless it's part of the, the theme, yeah. Right? Or, the yeah. Worms. That, that, <laughs> or I, that, or if I stop talking about web three or metaverse and I start talking about, uh, the Dodgers or, the, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, right? And I start talking about sports, stuff that's irrelevant to my target audience. They're more likely going to unfollow me. Uh, too many too many ads uh, for that brand. So maybe you might have too many advertisements going on or deals. Maybe I need to tailor back. That's 43% why people stop following. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Um, the other one is uh, they talk about their politics or social media issues, right? That's 34% of why people unfollow brands. Um, 29% people follow unfollow brands because they ignore posts and mentions from people. So if if people are tweeting at this brand and they're not can getting you, can any, you repeat that again that, that percentage? Uh, 29%. Uh, can you 29% of what again? Uh, people that ignore their posts or mentions from people. So if, if I'm, if you're, if people are tweeting at me and I'm ignoring their posts and mentions and I'm not replying or retweeting, they're most likely going to stop following me because they're not getting any engagement from me. Wow. And they might not outright just unfollow you, right? They might mute you. They might just stop engaging with you. 
Yep. Uh, and, and then the last one is 14% uh, because the youth influencers to sell their products. So that's one thing I see is where wow. these N NFTs use these celebrities to highlight their NFTs, but th the celebrity has no idea what this NFT is or what the utility is. <laughs> They're, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they're not in the discord. So that can throw off a lot of people that are really invested into projects. So those are just yeah. some things for you guys to think about. Um, I need to, you know, tailor some of my stuff so I don't come out too spammy, but still providing really, really um, useful content. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the things that, that uh, we were talking about not too long ago. I think it was like maybe last week or, or beginning of this week where basically whenever you're tweeting, like you don't like if, if I'm talking about my Discord, right? The challenge that that I was giving you was I need to start tweeting more about my Discord, but I don't want it to be the same tweet every single time, or I don't just want it to be a generic, you know, general join my Discord community type of tweet. So each tweet that I do throughout the week is going to focus on it focuses on a different portion of my Discord, whether it's you know the series two holders and their perks, whether it's what everyone that joins in gets, or you know, so each tweet will focus on a specific thing. But the main goal is to lead them and funnel them to my Discord. And guess what, Alice? Like, since I've been doing that, I've noticed a lot more engagement, a lot more uh, involvement in my Discord since I started doing that. So, yeah. um, and, and, yeah. and also, not all engagement is good. I want to just say that real quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's true. You know, you might get you might get wrapped up in a a a Twitter train where someone has a tweet and maybe they put your name and then that person just tweets out another, you know, 50, you know, 50 handles. Uh, just be careful of that because that's not really meaningful content. That's just someone just kind of spamming and just saying, Hey, look at this without you replying because maybe yeah. you're not interested into that. So keep those things in mind. Um, and if, and if someone's doing that, just reach out to them be like, Hey, appreciate, you know, you wanted to tag me, but you know, I'm not getting, I'm not getting value from this. Yeah. Or, maybe another way is saying I, I won't be able to really respond to them or something, you know, just, just so you get the point across. Right. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like uh, when you have like 200 followers, you know, to 500 followers, like it, it, it's still hard to kind of manage these tweets and these engagements, especially if you're involved, right. Into the community or you're trying to reply back or people are engaging with you. Right. Yeah. Imagine having 5,000 followers. Imagine having 10,000 followers. Um, that's when that's when things get kind of messy and hard to kind of control. So having these processes will help you. Beluga is uh, less than 100 away from 15,000. Yeah, and, and I, I guarantee it's hard for him to manage all the tweets yeah. because he's so engaged. Um, you know, and, and he, he actually reaches out for a lot of engagement because he tweets like a regular conversation. Hey, guys, I'm working on this. What do you think? Yeah. Or, or, hey, guys, I'm thinking about putting this together. Who wants to join? Right. Um, or he's giving out updates. So he's constantly trying to get engagement, constantly asking the community. And that's why you see his tweets kind of blast off organically, maybe without images, just regular text, just because he's got that reach. I mean, just also him being super active, too. Right. Just just that oh, alone yeah. also is, yeah. is going to help with your engagement because people are going to see you popping up in their feed all the time. Yeah, and and, yeah. and that's and what what Beluga's doing. Sorry, I keep bringing up Beluga or anybody. Let's do what it. he what he's what he's doing is he's actually creating me meaningful ways for for his followers to engage. Right, 
why the hell should I follow somebody if they're not going to create engagement with me or they're not asking for feedback? You know, the worst, thing, the last thing you want to do is follow an account and it's just open C, open C, open C, open C, open C, open C links. <laughs> the same picture too. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's just all open C links and there's no engagement with the community. It's just like, how can I invest into this if you won't invest back into your holders, right? Or people that actually care about, you know, what your product sells or what the brand is about. Yeah. I mean, the way I like to think about it personally is like, even with these spaces is I try to think of it like in, in the physical sense. So if we had like 10 people in here, I'm not going to thud or be upset about, it. I'm gonna be like, dude, if I had 10 people in the room with me and I was, I was able to share about my project, that's freaking awesome. You know, if I'm able to like dig into a conversation with them, that's awesome. And the more people cool, but, um, and then also the same way with a follower, I kind of view it as like someone's like literally walking into your storefront or, or into your, your place of hangout. And they literally come in and say, hey, what's going on? I'd like to know more about what's going on. And you just say, go buy this. <laughs> go buy this. It just doesn't make sense, right? And so having that honest conversation, being being who you are as a person on, online is going to be super helpful. People are, are like the top 10 apps that are out there that have been on, on the top 10 list for many, many years now are all pretty much apps where you're just connecting with people. And Twitter is one of them. So if you're coming on, a lot of people aren't necessarily coming onto Twitter just for the sake of buying something. They want to have a connection first. And so once you're able to have that connection and that relational type of feeling like, oh, wow, like this person's talking about me, they created this project and they're talking to me or they, they actually answered my question about like how to, like what, what platform should I use to make my NFTs on? And so like that all kind of rolls into uh, their, their persona of your brand. Right. And so, Alex, real quick, can you uh, I know this isn't necessarily a topic, but can you give us a quick uh, tidbit of the difference between uh, your brand and your marketing? Yeah, I, I say this all the time. So branding is kind of your reputation of what people think about you, you know, what 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 you distribute, what you're putting out there, your vision, your story is kind of like your brand marketing. I, I look at it is getting your content to the right person. Right. Uh, so if you're if you're an MAA fighter, right, if you're a fighter. Your brand might be, you might be the, the knockout king, right? You, you're just known for knocking dudes out, right? Yeah. Or your marketing is actually getting your flyers and your posters out to the right ads or the right pay-per-views or, or the right people to, to be a partner with you. Uh, so those are the two things I, I just wanted to give you guys an example of what the two are. Both of them are equally important. Um, I, I really believe your brand is what really helps you because when you're not in a room what people say about you is what your brand really represents. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, you want to, you want to obviously people talk good about you and about what you're doing. Um, but there's been times where, you know, people will do things or say things and I was and I will kind of be taken back and we're like, is this like their brand? Like, is this kind of like what they're, what they're kind of, really, you have to be careful like how you come across, especially first impressions um, with, with different people in spaces. And it, it takes a while. It, it definitely takes a while to build a brand and you, to get your reputation, but it takes two seconds to lose it. Yeah. So why don't let, we go ahead let, and start? Let, 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 yeah, hold on a second. Let that sink in there for you guys listening. You guys can work your ass off, but you guys can say the wrong thing, post the wrong thing, or react a certain way that, that can kind of throw off your image. So just kind of be careful how you guys engage with people. And, and use your, your your public social media power along the way. But real quick, Mega, before you before you go forward, yep. this everything we talked about today is really just phase one, right? Of yeah. like your social media marketing campaign and how you put it together. 
I think we need to dive into phase two, which goes into the kind of like the customer journey when they actually click on your profile and they go to your website. Uh, mm-hmm. Because yeah. the big, the biggest thing that that I, I realize with within the space or or anything that goes online is actually like you guys use Amazon, right? You guys buy online, you guys buy products, and I tell you guys all this time, people check out the reviews, right? People people read the comments. It's going to be the same way when they engage with your content. They're going to go check out my website. They're going to go check out the Discord. They're going to check out all this other content. Your job is to make sure your shit is tight, to make sure that your stuff looks well-branded and the color scheme is good so people understand the customer journey because the better you brand, the more you can charge for your product. Yeah. I completely agree with that, man. Also, the same thing with, like, your username matching with the name that you have up there on top, you know, that that people see. So it's easier to find you. Um, Your website, if you have a website URL, you know, making sure that that lines up with your name as well, or at least your brand. Uh, And making sure that it's kind of all laid out there so that no matter what stage people come into your project, they're able to understand, okay, this is how I find their website. This This is their accounts here and there. And so making sure that it's really easy for people to find. And one of the things you could do is use something like with Koji or, or Linktree. Um, we prefer with Koji because it actually does have Web3 integration. Uh, and with that, you're able to actually put a bunch of different links for yourself in there. And you could just kind of just like use that single link to kind of like put, put out there all the time. Yep. Mega, you're, you're, you're rugging a little bit, by the way. Oh, I am. Dang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mega, question for you real quick and a question to everybody here. What is the most important part of the tweet? Is that for me or for everyone? <laughs> that's, that, that, that's for you, Mega, real quick. What's the most important part of the tweet? Well, based on what we see, what we saw on, uh, what is it, number two on that list, um, 55% more engagement on tweets with GIFs, or at least some sort of movement there. Um, so I, I feel like the visuals really make the difference with, with tweets. And if you don't have an actual picture that's posted with it, I feel like using emojis and how you use them is going to be also crucial to catching so, the eyesight real quick. So, so for me, I'm going to give you a no. For me, it's it's the call to action. Dang it! Uh, <laughs> uh, that, that, yeah, that, that that's me personally. Make sure that people understand what they need to do a part of that tweet and what they're going to get out of it. Show the value a part of that a part of that tweet along the way. So having that clear call to action because you want to make sales, you want to drive people to your website, you want to enhance that SEO, right? The way that you do it is by having a call call to action. Otherwise, people are going to say, "Hey, check out my NFTs." And you're just like, "Where's the photo? Where's the link? Why do I have to search for this stuff?" Right? Yeah. <laughs> Customer That's journey, good. guys. Um, it looks like we have a guest speaker in the house, Beluga Bay. How you doing, sir? What's up? What's up? Uh, I just wanted to say that um, I've been doing like deep, as you guys know, I'm, I'm trying my best to hit a million impressions this month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, sorry. Um, and I I have come to agree with Creative Owls because I'm looking at like every single thing I post. Um and I've been posting a lot of moving graphics that literally get zero engagement. Um, and it's the basic um, relatable call to actions that are killing it. And, um, and sometimes, actually, most times, they don't even have um, a picture. So 
Uh, I think it's really just having that communication with your audience that is relatable and it's not um, like a market pitch is how, I mean, if you looked at my engagement right now, um, the ones that have moving graphics and beautiful text and, and uh, emojis get less than having a, a good call to action that's relatable. Um, so I have numbers to prove it. Uh, and I would be, sh I was shocked, Mega. I was like, this is going to do amazing. It's moving. It has like wow. interactivity. And um, I, I've got numbers to prove what create creative wins on this one, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will win every time when when we talk about social media engagement. And what I really want you to really do is everybody here. This is your assignment for 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 the weekend. Take some time out, look at your analytics, and look at the engagement rate. What is causing the most engagement? Is it this photo? Is it this tweet style? And do that again, and do it again and, and, until it breaks or until until you need to change it. Um, and use your data to make data-driven decisions. If your tweets are telling you post on Monday, you better be posting on Monday, you know? Otherwise, you're just wasting your time. You're wasting your, your effort. Your goal is to get the biggest return on your investment for your time while you're in this space. This is a business for NFT space. If you want to engage and create some blog articles, that's fine. But this is just some really good advice that I'm, I'm trying to really hammer it home for you guys today. Yeah. Now, I wanted to say that one of my tweets, one of my biggest tweets is me um, retweeting Mega Retro's space. So if, here's, the hey. funny, here's the funny thing on that. People are like, no, nah, I'm not going to retweet the space. I can tell you I got 3,000 engagement alone from just retweeting Mega Space. So uh, maybe we should all hit that retweet yeah. button right now. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here, here's the thing, right? I think the better value we provide for the community, the faster we'll grow, and then the better the conversations are going to come, right? And I think if 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 we treat this as like an education wise, but if you guys come into this space with like, okay, I got my pen, my pad, I got my coffee mug, I just you know took my dog out for the walk, I can dive in. You're going to get the, the the best return, you know, by being here. And, and Beluga, man, thanks for the shout out. I really appreciate you coming up here. I'm going to bring up Dave as well, too, because I know he's a social media hacker. So, Alice, real, real quick, um, can you give us some some actual real examples of what a call to action looks like? Not just do call to oh action, but what does a one look like that will really catch attention? And <laughs> First and foremost, do not say click here. All right. Uh, okay. Do not do not have your actions say click here. Uh, do view collection, explore collection. Um, you know, uh, have some type of description to your call to action for, for your words. Your call to action should take them to a landing page, uh, a link tree, somewhere where they can get a lot of information uh, quickly. What I suggest for you guys is uh, you can check out my profile. I have a Koji link. Uh, the reason why I chose the Koji link is because everybody digest information and content different ways, right? Some people like Instagram, some people like Facebook, some people like newsletter, newsletters. Having that type of little feature allows them to be a little bit more customized to them, right? Mm -hmm. So then they can pick what platform they want to follow or engage with you on. You there? Yeah, sorry. Okay, you cut out just at the very end, so I was like, please don't tell me. 
Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. So, so kind of like what I'm getting from you is uh, less demanding with the call to action and more of like an like an invitation type of feel. Like, oh, come explore this or yeah, or view it, this, you know. Yeah. Well, what's happening now is that like when when it comes to NFTs, is that we're we're putting a lot of work and we're trying to direct people to our our open C link, right? Yeah. And what's happening is that people are having a terrible experience going straight to their open C link because one, they have no idea what the hell Matic is. I'm just talking about Polygon, how to bridge, how to buy, how to do, how to do this or how to do that. Right. I need to do this myself. I think Cynthia actually did this is to create a funnel landing page that shows you step one, create a wallet, step two, create an open C account, step three, you know, four and five, like a landing page that funnels uh, how to buy your NFT. Right. Yeah. That would be a, that would be a great call to action to say explore collection. But in that explore collection, either you can go straight to the link or you can, it shows you instructions how to buy your NFT, because right now we're seeing a lot of struggle with that customer journey. OK, I like the product. I like the art design, but I don't know how to buy. I don't know how to set up a wallet. I need a YouTube yeah. video. I think that's also really great, too, because with Matic, for a lot of us that, that use Matic or Polygon um, on the Matic side, uh, having that clear description of the path to get Matic into a wallet on MetaMask can be a little sketchy sometimes trying to figure that out for some people who are brand new to it. So definitely having, you know, some opportunities for people to be able to add Polygon and Matic to their wallet and making sure that you, you also understand like how to do it yourself too with, with that path, because you, you don't want to tell them how to do it. And then they send their money somewhere else by accident, you know, and, now you're liable for that, but making sure that you, you try that path yourself that you're trying to lead people to teach them. But yeah, that's, that's great. Alice. thank you so much. Um, Dave, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, man. Hey guys. I hope everyone's well. Um, it's like, um, it's been really great and miserable here, but the sun's finally come out. So I'm feeling happy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think the most important thing with Twitter is to understand what your end goal is and then reverse engineer your Twitter to that. So, like, um, for example, like I want people to see my values as a person. I want them to understand what I'm willing to do to help people, to support the community, um, to get a drive, to make people feel like they're people. Um, so I respond to comments, like even giveaway comments that I don't ask for stuff. I always wish people good luck. Um, I jump in on other tweets. I'll support you guys through the community with your good morning tweets, right, Owls? Um, do you know what I mean? Like, and it's, I understand what I'm trying to achieve from Twitter. Therefore, I understand what I'm doing with my tweets. And I don't care that I tweet a hundred times a day. I don't care what the analytics say. Um, I'm intrinsically trying to show people what I'm all about. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's the most important thing is understanding your individual end goal in Twitter. Um, and then building that up with all of the different types of content that creative and mega have spoken to you about. Make sure you've got videos, make sure you've got pictures, make sure you've got polls, make sure the content that you're putting out there is engaging with the people that are following you. Um, so understanding your market, your collectors, your holders. I really think it's a it's a big picture thing to, to, to manage your Twitter properly and to understand it and that the analytics are only relevant when you understand that. That's great, Dave. Thank you so much. Uh, what, I, what I'm kind of getting from from Creative Owls and Beluga here with their with their dual conversation with what's the most effective type of tweet for engagement. It's almost like, you know, the way I see it, where having having some sort of a moving image or GIF, as well as a really good call to action, having those combined is like 
is like the major combo right there. You know, that's 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 like the best way you want to go about it, uh, as much as possible at least, right? It's not that you can't put single just text tweets out there, but making sure that they're also uh, relevant or somewhat engaging in some way, or at least uh, trying to do something with that that type of information you're putting out there. But also the way I kind of see that is that if you don't have a good call to action and not just like what Owl said, don't, don't have it where it says just click here or join here or whatever, not necessarily like uh, less demanding and more of just like creating this explorative type of feel for the, for the person that's engaging with it. Um, as well as, a, you know, some sort of image that really kind of displays it. If you're missing one or the other, I feel like it's almost like having a collection that you, you created so much, you put so much time into, and then your link is, you know, a broken link. You know, like you're not going to get the full engagement and people are going to go a different route, trying to figure out how to find it different ways. Um, that's just how I at least process it in my head. My no, gosh. Agree, oh, sorry, just quickly, Al. I really agree with you, Mega, but not all of my tweets are about having a call to action. So, yeah. like, again, it's about understanding your individual Twitter. My last proper giveaway tweet had a video that hit like over 8,000 impressions, over 10% engagement, but nice. the video on it itself was watched nearly 2,000 times. So, like, do you know what I mean? Like, you're definitely right. <laughs> yeah. Else? No, yeah, all, all great points. And I, I think the key here, guys, it's when you do these things, don't expect, you know, to do all these tweets in one day and be like, bam, I did the mega creative show challenge, <laughs> challenge. I put a tweet, I engage, and you're going to expect all this to happen. That's not, that's not real. The, the, the key to this is winning slow and steady. Uh, it, it, it means a lot more when you're growing organically and you're seeing real followers and people really engage. Uh, we, someone brought up the point today about, uh, bots, right? There's now bots that are creating that are now targeting you depending on your hashtags or whatever, yeah. whatever you select. Yeah. Yeah. How do you block that? How do you block those robots? I have no idea. You, you can't outright block them, but you can stop I, I, them from showing up on your timeline. Yeah, there's. Uh, I know. I know with Twitter. I know Prism. Uh, Prism will tell you is that there's. You can actually. Uh, there's certain keywords or things that you can block from your Twitter so you don't see. Um, so that's a way for you to block them. But what these bots are doing is these are like browser bots, and what they do it's like an it's like a script that runs. And what it's doing, it's, it reads the HTML on the page and the XML, and it looks for, like, key valuables and phrases and identifies it on the back end, and it just likes it, and then it goes to the next object. So if, you, if you're using hashtag, like, Polygon or something like that, what, the, what, what these bots do is just go through the hashtags and find anybody that's using it, and it will just engage, 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 engage. And yeah. what's crazy is that like couple? I think a couple months ago, I put like a tweet and I got like uh, a like from an account that had a, a check mark. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I made it. I made it. <laughs> I made it. They know me. You know, they they know my value. I know this tweet was going to be amazing, right? Like, and then I look at it and and they write no tweets and it's a fake account, right? So just just be conscious of that. So. Uh, what's the, what would you say is the danger of like, cause like on, on YouTube, you could easily find those bots that you, you add to your Chrome. I've, I've seen them pop up before. There's bots like, everywhere, man. Yeah. You can, you can find them. You can literally make it so where like, it just likes uh, a post every second or every couple seconds or retweets. And so people are following based on that. 
but what what's the danger would you say of, of having an account that's built on that and then you know you have a hundred thousand followers now what you know if you actually need need some support or engagement do you feel like you're actually going to get it nah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> nah no yeah even even like so Dave, Dave, I actually started doing this with Dave. So you guys might notice when you guys tweet, you might get a retweet and it says promote it at, you know, wantwomp.com, right? Um, or, you know, whatever the app, whatever the bot is. Yeah, that's a bot taking it. There's some times where they might comment in the comment and say, hey, direct message me. I got something to tell you. Like, I got some fire. I got a, I got a yeah. deal for you. What Dave, what, what I saw Dave was doing is saying, hey, just let me know right here tweet it right here i want to know what the deal is all about <laughs> you know and, and most likely they're, they're not going to tweet at you and they're fake and they're robots and um you know just be conscious of that i think security is something that you and i kind of emphasized you know don't be clicking on damn links that you don't know and then and yada 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 i just do like what people do with like actual spammers too for like calls and stuff like that or email email spams it's just just respond really with a question mark and they'll just keep going and going and going. You just waste your time. But anyway, I think maybe we can make like a community list of all the accounts that are just spam accounts. We can just report them. Uh, that'll take a bunch down, I guess. But yeah. there's probably like thousands and thousands of them. That's wild, Megan. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and do this? Why don't we open up the floor to, to people who have been waiting so, uh, patiently? We appreciate that. Um, but we do hope that you, you're getting a lot of information and great, great advice from this conversation we're having here. Uh, having Beluga and Dave up here as well is very valuable. We appreciate them and their time. Um, real quick, just wanted to give them a plug. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single weekday. They are live. They do uh, where it's not even I – I don't even consider it a shill, but they, they allow people to share about their projects and pitch them, um, but then they also dig into them as well. So be sure to dive into that if you want to you know, just hear what's going on with the community, especially with Polygon-focused stuff. So – that's Dave and Belugas. Follow them. Show them some love. Also, Dave has a Saturday uh, cast as well. Dave, what time in the mornings is that again? At least morning for me. We 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 two till four every day. I just do the weekends so Beluga can have some time off. Saturdays is a giveaway. Sundays is like a info bit for an hour um, on a specific subject with a guest speaker. Last Sunday was me talking about Twitter, funnily enough, which is recorded um, and nice. available for everyone to listen to. Um, yeah, but two till four, guys, two till four. And that's Eastern time? Always Eastern time because okay. that's how Beluga set us up. And apparently we're <laughs> in North America. I know, right? <laughs> you are now American, Dave. <laughs> Can you talk with an American accent, actually? Uh, not something I'm comfortable with. Trying. <laughs> leave, leave him alone, Mega. Le I am sorry, guys. I, I apologize. <laughs> Hey, remember when you um, were talking about people saying one thing that can get you completely canceled? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I keep keeps the accent. Exactly, Beluga. Beluga gets it. All right, let's go and move forward. <laughs> so we got a queue that's forming here. I got Coin Laundry who's been laying here. We got Secret Project uh, who's a listener, but I'll bring him back up. Secret, if you if you wanna if you have time to speak. Then we got Lila. And then I'll add Venus because uh, she was up here as well. So anybody else that wants to request to come up here and, and share your feedback, we'll give you what? How, how long do you think owls per person? Ten seconds. Ten, ten seconds. Ten seconds. I can barely breathe in ten seconds. That's like ten. Long breath. You get ten <laughs> seconds. Spit it. 
Um, okay, so we'll give you about like, like 30 seconds to a minute to, to present your thought uh, and your feedback, uh, and then we'll, you know, respond if, if that's what you're looking for. But uh, first up we got here is the one and only Coin Laundry, also known as Coinbase to me. Um, Coin, welcome back, bro. It's good to have you here. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what yeah, you're talking thanks. about. Yeah, thanks. This is a, a great space, and I've actually tried my best to take everything that you've said and what you've said in the past about this subject and apply it in my own way. Um, I know that my demographic, I'm speaking on my project and myself personally, but my project has a wide demographic. So what I've been doing to farm engagement lately is A, I do my all my call to action posts in the morning and then in the afternoon, I do all my commenting usually. Um, I, I find that is a good balance for me. Um, and then as far as increasing followers and increasing engagement that way, I took a page out of Nate's Toy Box book. He likes to live by the philosophy of make one new friend a day. Um, what I've been doing is I've in, been injecting myself into one new community a week. Um, and kind of, I don't want to say farming engagement that way, but I will sit in shill spaces all day long. You guys know this. And I will take notes on the community leaders within there that are, that are boosting engagement and boosting value for their holders and inject myself into that community. I have, I have, I'm fortunate enough to have a, a couple of whales in my own community so what I'll do is I'll find these communities and then I'll tell my community and bring hand, small handfuls of people over to those new communities so I let them help out my community that sounds really convoluted uh, by engaging and talking about coin laundry with this new community does that all make sense <laughs> Somewhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no he, it, it's like cross-pollination. That's basically what he's doing. Okay. So yeah, he's basically... Like Beluga, yeah, Beluga I, I get was it. my first big community that I, I joined. Then I moved to Creative and to Mega. And lately I've been branching out into larger communities and some more ETH-based communities and getting a lot more... Um, um, What's the word with the, with the visualization, not visualization, but uh, I don't know the word, but uh, getting more eyes on me by being, engaging in those communities, not necessarily going in and pushing my own project, but just being present and, and being seen. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great strategy, honestly, is uh, just going to a spaces. I know I got quite a few handfuls of followers just because I would hop into a space that was like for musicians, right? And I wasn't making any music NFTs, but just because I hopped into that space and then a lot of them were new. And so they just started asking questions. And because I had some answers, they started following me. They started asking more questions and engaging more with, with my conversation. Uh, same thing happened when I hopped into another space where it was just new people. Uh, I saw I saw Kino. Who's, who's an awesome person within our community. She was in there talking with them and uh, they had questions about smart contracts. And I had just finished setting up smart contracts for um, the, the mega creative NFT project that Alice and I are 
a release on April 2nd, by the way. Swing for Magic Peach. Um, and so, so I just finished doing that. And, uh, and so I was able to hop in that space and really kind of explain the process of like, the, like what it means to have your own smart contract. And I got a bunch of followers because of that. And so, um, it, there is something to be said about just being in, in places where you're unfamiliar with, but you're able to share some solid information. So thank you so much coin for that. Um, appreciate that. Uh, let me go ahead and welcome another person to the floor. We're going to move forward here to secret project secret. Love to hear your thoughts on this. I, I know you had that question about the bots, unless we answered that already, or if you have a different one. Oh yeah. You, you kind of already answered to my, <laughs> to okay. my question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is, it is messy because, uh, you know, I like following back people, but now I'm seeing myself. I had to check every account and it's crazy because sometimes it's, it's hard to, uh, there's people who behave like bots. I don't know if I mean myself. They, they do the same as bots and it's hard to know which is a person, which is a bot. And I'm losing a lot of time with that. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. I shouldn't. But, uh, and in the other, uh, in the other things that you're talking about, I think I've realized maybe I'm doing a, a, a bit thing, something bad because I, I actually don't post a lot. Maybe I should post more. Um, I don't know. Yeah. All, all the things you said were very, 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 very good points. And thank you for sharing that information. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that feedback. Um, I think it is good to post more. I mean, Dave has, has his hand up. Dave posts a lot and that goes to show he has a lot of uh, follower growth and engagement, especially because of that. Um, posting a lot just makes you much more visible. I mean, if you think about it this way, it's like every time you post, imagine it like you're, you're opening your storefront for, you know, an hour or half an hour, 10 minutes. And so every time you post, imagine going to a store and they were only open for like 10 minutes of the day and that's it. And so try to view your posts like regular throughout the day as if you have a storefront and you're like basically showing people, Hey, I'm here, I'm available. I'm, I'm alive. I'm, I'm doing well. Here's my project, you know, and you're engaging in conversation that that'll help a lot. Dave. Yeah. I just wanted to shout out coin laundry and say, that's exactly how you grow um, your profile is by interacting with new people. If you only interact with the same people, you're not going to grow. You're going to gain really good customer or end user engagement, but you're not going to grow. Um, I also wanted to say that we're at that point where setting up your own spaces, like so many of you, setting up your own spaces um, and moving into other circles are what's going to push this community growth on for all of us. Um, so Coin Laundry getting recognised in some of these circles um, might mean that Secret Project gets some sales. Um, that's that's where we're at now as a community after three months, and I just wanted to shout them out and say that's awesome. Yeah, Coin's been doing an awesome job with that yeah. since the very start. <laughs> And that's what we encourage. Like, that's why we did, you know, how to, how to host your own Twitter space. Like you, you gotta do it. It has to be done because what's the point of you coming up here? And, and if you're not getting value and you can't share it with other people, right yeah. now, now coin, you have an opportunity to educate others 
uh, and pass that torch down like Dave and Beluga taught me and, and so on and so on. Right. Uh, and that's how we grow organically. And, and we know the community. That's what it's all about networking and, and look at it like a university, right? We're all online. We're all in different classes, which is all different Twitter spaces, but we're all constantly getting better. We're all constantly graduating every couple months from different levels, right? Imagine when we were a couple of weeks ago, right? Or a month ago, big change. Yeah, there's there's something to be said too about reaching out to people that you haven't seen for a little bit. Um, like for instance, Maddie. Maddie Maddie's been super busy with some personal stuff, but you know, just reach out to him, see how he's been, see how he's doing, and things like that really gonna go a long way with just really showing people like, hey, you know, I just care about what's going on in your life, man. I hope you're all right, you know, and and it really kind of creates that that friendship and connection with different people that that you're connected with. So I highly recommend, you know, if you haven't seen somebody, you know, for a few days or especially because we're, we're so always super active, you know, just checking people, you don't have to you know, be creepy about it, but just be like, Hey man, how's the, how are things going? Um, and it can open up that conversation to really kind of uh, solidify your connection with that person. And who knows what, where that'll open up to. So um, just want to throw that out there as well. So coin real quick before I move to the next person, I'll, I'll give you a, little, a second to respond to this is what would you you're say? Straight, you're a robot, man. Am I still a robot right now? Yeah. Are you, are you like underneath your pillow? What are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm in the usual place. I I honestly think Twitter has not liked me lately. It's been two days of that. Oh goodness. Uh, let me, let me turn yeah. off my Wi-Fi. Now I'm hearing the police. Question. Um, that's me probably. Oh. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Dave and then real quick toot of my own horn. Uh, those ETH circles I was talking about, I've been co-hosting some like massive shill spaces on Mondays and Tuesdays and Deterians has as well. And this morning, some of the whales in those spaces literally told everyone in the room that they just bridged a shitload of ETH over to Polygon. So I call that a win. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you're helping the whole community, not just like us. Like you're helping, sorry, you're helping everybody, not just yourself because you're you're bringing new new collectors into new the blood. space and that's the thing that like that's yeah that's what we're trying to do that's the thing you know that's like the main goal for for us leaders is to bring new collectors educate more people so you're doing it man appreciate you yeah i appreciate that man um that's you pretty much answered what i was going to ask you uh so we, we got another person that's coming up here we got lila oh lila lila would love to hear your thoughts on uh our conversation uh, and if you have any questions, Lila, you there? Am I a robot again? Hi, yep. can you hear me? Yep, Hi. I'm here. Hey, I just want to say real quickly because I'm jumping on a plane in, in like 20 minutes, but thank you all for, for all you do. You know, I've kind of been quiet all week, uh, but I've been, you know, posting on other social media about the Polygon social, the tech, the International Women's Day, just People who are not even on Twitter are now saying, oh, gee, we've got to get on Twitter. And a couple of them uh, opened spatial accounts. They loved, loved the um, the, the whole spatial, the, the women in tech that Vans and Al did. So I just want to say, I know you guys have been talking about it all week, but I've been either working or <laughs> just busy. Uh, so huge thank you. I also want to say special thanks this morning to Prism, he caught, you know, I, I tweeted about the new collab. Uh, this was part two, the first 
four images I think I posted a few days back, but he caught the the broken link and he immediately DM'd me and said, you know, hey, did you know this? And then I said, oh, gee, now what do I do? And he gave me a couple of options. So I just want to say that I so appreciate when, you know, people do stuff like that. So then I tagged him and like 20 other people and, you know, hopefully they he'll get some more followers from that. But, you know, I think that's what's really helpful is sometimes when we're going fast and we miss something, even if, especially if it's our own tweet, to have someone in the community not call us out publicly and embarrass us, but do what he did, which I really appreciate was very sweet. And um, and then I just wanted to say one last thing, which was uh, I had a nice win over the weekend. So I had... Um, a real world uh, exhibit. So I had a few paintings in a gallery show uh, over in New York and in the Hamptons. In fact, that's what I came up from South Carolina for that. And I sold a painting, a physical painting to a Thank you. But more importantly, it was um, a pretty well-known guy. You know, I'm, I don't mention people's names, even though he gave me perm- permission. So he's one of the owners of the Cincinnati Reds. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and I'll just give you a quick, you know, yeah. So he walked into the gallery. We were there for the opening and he said, you know, I like your coastal paintings, but you did this one, which was actually like a baseball themed collage, which is really, I was going out of my sort of the usual sort of genre of the way I, I paint and do stuff. But he said, you know, he really liked it because it was um, it was uh, the charity for which I was donating the art to was the, you know, it was a softball game. I'm not going to go into the details of that. But I had done this painting that was not sort of my typical uh, style. And he picked up on that. He said, you know, this I really relate to this. And it turns out, well, it spoke to him because he owns a couple of teams. So... Yeah, so it was just a great story, and hopefully he will collect more art. I, I offered him the NFT, and he almost like looked at me and said, "Like, what's an NFT?" And he was curious. He heard about them, but it's one I of the seventy percent. Yeah. So I just said, "Listen, you, you know, five years from now, you'll thank me, but I think I'm just going to offer you the NFT as um, just just so you have it." And I kind of explained it to him, but I also wanted to say something else. So I had. The, the New York Mets, I had logos of them, the Mets. It's on my Instagram, but maybe I should post this on Twitter too. But so the painting basically highlighted the New York teams. And then he said, you know, I have to ask you, he said, would you mind? He said, I love the, the Boston Red Sox. Would you mind just putting either their logo and the Reds? He said, you know, most artists, um, a lot of them, um, especially in the more well-known ones, I'm not well-known, I'm still emerging. But he said a lot of artists are, are quite sort of opinionated and they won't let me um, or let a collector, you know, tell them kind of what to do with their paintings. So he said, I'm just going to say this very respectfully. If you'd like to do that, um, why don't I just email you and send you a couple of things and then it's up to you. So now we're collaborating. And I said, of course, I said, I'm happy to do that. I said, why wouldn't I not if that made you happy? I mean, he'd already paid for the painting. He owned the painting. And then I took it home. And um, so I think now I, and this is what I've been busy with all week, 
So I took the painting home and now we're, we're chatting. And, and then he said, listen, the placement of it on the collage, it's all up to you. You're the artist. But I really appreciate you uh, making this piece now very personal to me since I'm not from the region. I'm not from, he has a home somewhere on the East Coast, but he's basically from the Midwest. So, yeah, so I just wanted to share. This was a nice um, collab but with with the collector this time. And hopefully he'll be a buyer of NFTs going forward. But just wanted to share that. Congratulations, Lila. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, did you have anything, uh, like, as far as the, on the topic, as far as with, with Twitter, as far as this uh, you know, statistics? I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'd love to share um, if. I'll, I love those statistics that you shared on uh, what brands do to unfollow because I think that may be something that I might use just um, to share that, to add value to, to other people. But I'm still kind of, I feel like I'm new to Twitter, so your your tips were really helpful. And um, I I am looking at Hootsuite as far as, but probably not not paying attention enough to like when to post and how often I, I'm still posting across three other platforms. And, and so, you know, maybe I need to going forward, just focus on Twitter more. I mean, I think at this point, Twitter is probably where I spend the least amount of time in terms of posting, maybe just, a, and I try to engage mm-hmm. with all of your posts, but <laughs> this time they fly by so quickly. Yeah. That, so that, that so, so, hold, 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 so hold on a second. So, you're a, you're a one person shop, right? You're a one, one, one woman team, right? You need to make sure that you're getting the best return on your investment and what you're using, what platform, right? So if you know that you're getting more engagement, you're creating more sales on one platform over the other, then by all means stick to that one platform and, and create more of a marketing strategy on that platform instead of trying to cross platforms. Focus on that until you get to a point where you feel more comfortable expanding, especially for for you because you're still starting out. You're still trying to understand the new features, the new technology. Start slow. Don't try to do what everybody else is doing. Slow and steady will always win the race, especially for you because you got great artwork. It's it's just slow marketing consistent. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lila. We appreciate that. Um, Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's very helpful, though. Super glad to help. Thank you so much, Lila. Uh, we're going to keep moving forward here uh, since our time is limited. Uh, we have up next is Prism, then BDK, then Bots of Cog. So um, we have room for maybe a couple more, depending on how fast people are able to, to make it here. So next up we have is Prisms. Prisms, welcome back, man. It's great to have you up here. Uh, love to hear your thoughts on um, what we were talking about for the conversation with the strategies. Hey. Thanks for uh, having me up, uh, long-time listener, long-term there fan. There we go. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, the community is amazing. Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, Lila, I'm happy I found your that broken link and was able to help quickly before that spread. So, um, yeah, we're always looking out for each other. I think that's a really uh, powerful thing. As far as um, the community, or like the, the five things that you're talking about, I, I was going to add a couple things. and. Um, as far as like uh, Twitter moments, sort of a gem inside of the, the Twitter world is a sort of help, helping organize Twitter. Sometimes Twitter can be overwhelming for people. Uh, maybe they want sort of a digestible, um, you know, I, I missed it this week. What what catch me up on things? I know newsletters are great as well. Uh, and, and I know Al's and Meg are both doing that. I, I really, I want to do that myself. 
after what happened this week. Uh, Twitter did lock me out for one tweet. I've never had that happen. Um, I had to delete the tweet, and then I was back on. So uh, you never know when you may get uh, locked out of your account, so we just have to be careful. We are guests on the platform, and uh, we have to have maybe a backup as well. Uh, let's see, what else? Um, yeah, consistency, uh, tweeting every day. I think that's the, I know I, I challenge myself to like tweet at least once an hour, uh, maybe every other hour. Um, and I use scheduling tools as well to help with that or have uh, sometimes like uh, Mega and I know Creative talk about like some of the uh, automation tools don't work that well. So as far as uh, certain features that they want, I use drafts to help so you can kind of draft it up and then just have yeah. like a timer on your phone and that that helps too so yeah that's great i actually like that idea too i've started recently implementing that myself where it's like i didn't i wish it would just like post it for me but just like you said like you can actually just still put it together just make it a draft and then just send like basically just click the send button once it's time um so prism real quick so what would you say is kind of like your biggest engagement that you've seen over the past, like, you know, month or so? I know you've been doing the good morning tweets and whatnot. Have you seen like, and possibly good night ones too. Have you seen a big increase with engagement with those? I, I'm sorry, Mega. I think your uh, robot voice a little bit. Dang, like, man. I didn't quite get everything <laughs> yeah, you said. Yeah. Are you like in your, like in, underneath your covers? What are you I'm, doing? I'm oh. going to literally stand right next to my modem. Oh, so, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Stop talking. So I can tell you, I think you're asking like, what's the most engagement I've had? Um, so, and, and this is another, there are two principles I, I've, I've learned. One is um, retweet, uh, attend spaces to, for people that are following you uh, and, and possibly, you know, bigger accounts that are following you because you can kind of get a multiplier effect. Um, I have a few accounts that are following that have over half a million followers um so i've i i have I've taken al's uh, idea of like reaching out to them and start chatting with them you know through dms but then also attend their they also they want to advertise their thing so they say oh you know come look at my look at my space and then i started doing that and then also kind of taking doing a tweet that's sort of like a quick summary where i link to their their tweet and then also post my art too and then they retweet that so then i've had a huge i had a, over I think 2000 impressions for doing something like that. So nice. Yeah. Thanks so much, man. Yeah. Um, prison, we appreciate you, man. It's always good to have you up here. I don't see you speak as much, but I do see you in here all the time, but I appreciate you, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I know, I know mega sounds like a straight robot, but what he's trying I still to say, do? We, yeah, we, we appreciate you being here. And, uh, I remember, you know, you had 300 followers coming into the space, you know, trying to figure out, how, how do I do this? You know, how, how do I get this? And uh, I'm happy to see that you're learning so fast. Uh, and the fact that, like, I saw today you got you started to put your own style to it. Uh, you're going to see a lot of you're going to see a lot more engagement now that I'm sure you've seen over the last couple of months because now you've been more consistent. Right. Uh, and having that consistency allows people to trust your brand because they're looking for you now. They're looking for that morning. Yeah, that's good. Can you hear me better now? Yes, yes, we can hear. I you. went off the Wi-Fi. It could be my internet providers like messing with stuff. The, the Wi-Fi. Hey, I, I want I want to bring up. I think it's uh, Droppies. Yeah. Hey, Droppies, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? 
I'm doing well. Thank you for coming up here. I know this is your first time and it looks like you have some experience um, on, on kind of the things that we're talking about today. I wanted to uh, encourage you to uh, see if you want to provide any value to our conversation today. Yeah, thank you for, for bringing me up. Um, so my project is a little bit um, different. I'm not an NFT creator. Um, however, I do have an extensive background in sales and marketing. And during the pandemic, I learned how to um, write software. So my nine to five is at a Fortune 500 finance company. Um, and my partner is um, a very respected engineer in the crypto space. So together we've created a software that automates the airdropping process. Um, and I'm actually uh, just interested in this space and curious to hear you guys' opinions on giveaways and airdropping as a marketing tactic in general. Mm. Oh man, we can we can open up this one wide open. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, what, did you did you learn anything today? Because I know you have some background. Let's start there, and then we'll dive into your question. Yeah, that's one thing about the um, marketing space that I, I love a lot is that. You can be, um, you know, an expert, so to speak, in the field, but there's always something new to learn because um, that's just the nature of business, right? We're always innovating and we're always growing. So one thing that I um, found was valuable today in the space was um, the topic of engagements um, and how to boost engagements on Twitter. So, you know, I generally like to do polls. I, I just like to see the, you know, people click on it. I think anytime there's like an interactive UI, people get excited and they want to click and, you know, that's great for engagement. But specifically, I like how um, we zeroed in on the topic of the polls. Um, I think whenever you ask questions about your community and ask your community what they want, you can always gain valuable insights about, you know, their opinions and what they want to see. Mm. Well, thank you. Welcome. I know this is your, your first time. Um, around the airdrops, are these airdrops, uh, are, are these just on every chain or is it just Polygon? Yeah, so our project is new. We just launched this month. Um, we're specifically only on Polygon right now because we wanted to leverage the low gas fees. That's but, okay. That's okay. I like that. Yeah, but actually um, it is in our roadmap, on our roadmap. Um, at the end of next month, we expect to have uh, three different Ethereum-based chains. Mm, okay. Yeah, so I so giveaways are huge. Uh, there's a lot of pros and cons from the giveaways. Uh, I think what you're doing is a solution for a lot of artists that either one don't have contracts or don't know how to automate the process. Uh, especially when you start creating a big collections or you you start having you know for example uh, right now I got a Polygon showcase and I got to airdrop all the artists individually their you know, uh, their tickets are digital tickets, right? Mm -hmm. You're telling me that you have an automated process that I can just what copy and paste and it just kind of cha-chings. Yeah, it's so easy. So say you have like a, a list of people who opt into the giveaway, they give you their contract address, address or their ENS. Mm -hmm. um, so you just literally copy and paste their address and then you paste it into our website and then you literally click the next button. It'll give you a receipt. It'll tell you, um, you know, the cost of the gas fees and um, the, our service fee, which is only five cents per address. Um, obviously, like that, that changes day to day based on the Matic, but mm -hmm. um, it's, it's roughly five cents. So it's very cheap, very affordable and very easy to use. 
Mm, I like this. This is a great solution, especially because a lot of projects are coming into Polygon and they're utilizing being on the Polygon chain with the la with the low gas fee. You have some projects that are like Beluga Bays up here that uh, have will, like 10,000 10, collection. Hold on, Dave. Hold on, Dave. Just drop something in now. Thank you, Dave. Uh, just two seconds. Uh, you have someone who has a huge collection that needs to airdrop automatically, and that's a huge value for people that don't know how to code and looking how to automate that process. So uh, great point. I'd definitely like to get more conversation from you. Dave, I'm going to turn it back over to you. Thank you. Sorry, I, I just wanted to tell whilst you were saying that we had a conversation with Drop, or I've had a conversation with Drop East, um, and we think this is a massive benefit to everyone. We're going to be rolling it out through Polygon Alliance so that people can see it um, and get access to the tool. They've been super receptive, much like official NFT. Um, they asked me for feedback on what was happening. Um, I offered it, and they've been really receptive to that. Um, and they want to engage with you guys as creators throughout this space to make sure that this platform works for everyone that's using it. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to drop that in, Owls. There's a bit of alpha for your show. It was going to come out on the uh, 2 till 4 show later on. But as the topic was up now, I thought I'd drop it here. Yeah, you, you, then you're definitely in contact with the right person. Uh, you want, you definitely want to reach out to Dave, or it looks like you already have, and and get acquitted with the Polygon Alliance because that's the best way that we're going to start using, you know, really using your tool and, and give you some real feedback along the way. Absolutely, yeah. As this project is growing, um, you know, our creators are at the forefront. We built this project for the creators. We know that um, artists in general, you know, their main bread and butter is art, and that doesn't leave a lot of room for building a community, doing the admin work and doing marketing and doing all the things that um, come with running an online business. So the more time that we can give back to the creators to focus on what they love, the better. Um, so yeah, I'm very, very receptive to the feedback from you guys and just figuring out how I can best serve the community. Automate, automation is the key here, guys. The faster you can automate things, the more time you can focus on the creation, business development and creating relationships. Fantastic. Or, Thank you. Or the faster you can duplicate yourself too. So yeah. fi finding other people in your community that, that are those people that want to seriously help or, you know, be a part of that. Beluga, I see that you got your fin up. Talk to me. <laughs> I just wanted to say that um, I used your, your drop, your airdrop last night um, and it went through amazingly and it was easy. It took literally zero brain power from me. Um, I have a, skull in my head with no brain so it was very easy and uh, user friendly and it is beluga bay approved um, but <laughs> i i would like to um if you can send me a follow i have one suggestion to make for your dev team but um literally it was like as easy as i've ever had anything happen in the uh, web3 space to send an airdrop to my fans so thank you wow that's amazing feedback thank you so much for saying that and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to connecting and um, figuring out how we can make it even better. Told you we get it tested, Droppies. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to test it out myself. I have a, I have a great project that I can actually utilize that uh, today, right? Uh, not tomorrow. And I think that's a great way. Uh, that's a great strategy to actually boost your, your Twitter engagement. Tell people you're doing giveaways. Uh, but just be careful on that. You don't want to make sure that your account is just a giveaway account. Uh, just kind of keep mindful of how you guys do those things unless you're a giveaway yeah. account because uh, you don't want to have a, an entire discord full of giveaways and there's no there's no engagement right 
Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at right now with my Discord. That's what we dived into, uh, dove into just recently uh, as a community here. Is I just opened up about my Discord and they almost challenged me to to start, you know, tweeting more about it. He asked me basically, he's like, "Well, how many times a day or a week do you tweet about it?" And so um, my answer was like maybe once. And so since I started posting more about it. I've been getting a lot of people hop into it and starting to join it now, a lot more than usual at least. And what I've noticed is this, is um, because I started my, my Discord off as a giveaway Discord pretty much, I now have a lot of people leaving the Discord at the same rate that they're coming into the Discord. So the amount of people is staying the same, but I'm seeing a lot of traffic still as far as members. So. Um, doing that switch is definitely a little bit of a pain in the butt, but I'm glad to be able to do it now and kind of get that, that switch. So like I said, be careful, like how, how much you do giveaways. Um, if you're going to do them, I, I highly recommend doing collaborative giveaways too. You know, like, so if you're going to do a giveaway, just be like, Hey, you know, do you want to give away with this one, that, that, that project, this project, that project, and really kind of have everyone cross, uh, engage with each other and the community getting to know each other and take full advantage of that. Uh, that suite and that giveaway that's going on. So just throwing it out there for anybody listening in. So uh, let's go ahead and keep it moving forward here. Uh, we got a few more people that are they're requesting and then uh, a few more people on the on the list here to to bring in a, a, in the queue. So we got next up is VDK. VDK, welcome up here. Hope you had a great birthday yesterday. And uh, we'd love to hear, um, you know, if you could share with us for a minute or so uh, what your thoughts are on the things to boost your Twitter engagement. Well, I got to call you Robo Retro today. Am I still Robo now? I, all I heard was VDK, so I know it's my turn oh and my birthday. Oh, my goodness. But don't, don't sing with the robot voice. Um, <laughs> Happy birthday. I, yeah. I'm loving uh, the topic today, so thank you. Um, I've been, uh, really trying and wanting to learn more about how to boost, um, engagement and, and increase followers. And I know you, t- you guys touched on this, um, not that long ago as well. And there were some great comments in, in that space that I started trying to apply. And what I'm finding for myself is I don't have a large collection, so it, it's not something I need to be posting about daily. If, if I'm getting traffic, which I'm seeing on like crazy amounts of profile, uh, um, people are coming to my profile. My pin tweet always has my most, you know, uh, current pieces. Um, what I'm finding is working for me and definitely driving engagement and, and uh, followers is just tweeting about other people or the community. Um, I, I see a massive difference between me just showing my project, so to speak, um, versus talking about somebody else's project. Um, and that's that's what's working for me, at least for now. Yeah, I would say uh, VDK, for, for you personally, for anybody that falls in VDK's shoes where it's like you don't have like either a lot of product made or items made just yet, or um, you're still in that process, share your process, share, share what you're making. And even, even if you don't want to do like necessarily videos, but like, you know, you could share a screenshot that says, this is what I worked on today for my project. It could even just be a page full of code and people will like it just because they see that you're actually working on something productively, you know? And so, um, there's a lot of people that are creators. You can gear to your progress towards like, as far as like, this is my creative process. This is what I'm doing. And you can spark creativity within creators or, 
I'm gonna go. So we're looking to buy your. Am I am I a robot again? Yeah, you're done. You're done. Go go. Just sit on the bench for a little bit. I just I honestly think it's Twitter because I have full bars on Wi-Fi. Listen, put your phone under some ice and cool off for a little bit. We'll be back. <laughs> My phone is ice cold. We'll be back. Uh, here, here, here's some food for thought for you guys for today. We just covered a lot of things for you guys for to boost your Twitter and engagement. Uh, anybody here will tell you these things could work, but it's not going to work unless you do these things consistently. You know, you want to make sure that you're doing these things on a daily basis. Otherwise, you're not going to, you know, reap the benefits of this. You know, so creating this post and doing the strategy for one week is not going to do it. Two weeks, no. Three weeks, maybe. Four weeks, oh, wow, here we go. You know, a month, two months from now, you're going to be rocking and rolling with engagement, and you're going to be able to kind of control how you want to deliver content, but how you can actually help others by utilizing your platform, right? If you know that you're getting a lot of engagement, how can you help someone that's starting off? Or how can you join a movement with with your power, right? So if you if you are connected with, let's say, uh, the Ukraine, and you guys are all pushing one thing together, man, that's really going to create a different reach and a different, um, you know, engagement along the way if you if you use your social media platform correctly. So use it consistently. Guarantee you guys are going to get more engagement. Your challenge for the week, I think we talked about, go ahead and take a look at your analytics on your back end. See what days do the most. Stay away from Saturdays that we talked about unless you're a beast. Um, but usually you're going to see a lot more engagement that we saw is from Monday through Wednesday uh, early on in the morning. So uh, that's I think that's mega. Are you good? You still you, you still with me? I, I think it might just be a few of you that are hearing me that way. I think it's Twitter because Cece just messaged me saying she she's been hearing me perfectly clear the whole time. She so. she, she she's lying. <laughs> I, t- I told him I was like Owls just doesn't like me anymore. That's what it is. It just <laughs> no, um, no. I appreciate that, man. I, I think it would be a good a good time for us to wrap things up here. Um, you know, I have I have these connection issues going on. Owls has some some work stuff he has to attend to, and so uh, we. This has been an awesome conversation, Owls. I, I appreciate you you uh, coming up with this this topic for today, and um, I I loved it. I love being able to dive into it and really kind of get a feel of what it is that I can change up in my own. Uh, yeah, it, it was a, it was a great topic. And if everybody enjoyed this, uh, you know, if you can just go ahead at the top, just like the <laughs> post. You don't have to retweet it. You don't have to mess up your your algorithm. We're just looking for engagement. Put in the put in the comments what you learned today, what you want to learn, uh, or, or what topics you want us to cover. Again, uh, th- this is what's going to actually help us, you know, get some better content for everybody. Dude, I had like four people instantly just message me. You've been clear the whole time. So it's you, Owls. The conspiracy has been solved. No, I, I'm, I'm thinking it might be a few people that are kind of like hearing. Uh, it's uh, it could it's be been happening a lot to everyone on the speaker yeah. panel. People in the listener uh, okay, box okay. can hear everything, but the speakers are getting uh, their bandwidth oh. shortened. Dang it, Twitter. If that means I have to get Twitter blue to get a higher bandwidth, I would, but they don't offer that right now. So, but um, but yeah. So thank you so much everyone for tuning in. I, I will not do an outro song today because I don't want to be a robot for those who are speaking. I guess maybe I could, but um, we won't today. Um, but it was it was awesome conversation diving into things. I really do appreciate all the support and the love for those who were able to come up and speak and share their their thoughts and their mindset, um, their feedback, what they do to to grow their engagement. 
Uh, this has been a really fun conversation and I really enjoyed hearing uh, just each person's journey. So don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged if you're not quite there yet, if you're just starting out, or maybe you've been doing it for a while and, and you're just like, I just haven't seen anything from this. Um, start using these strategies and hopefully we'll be able to hear another story from you uh, coming down the road soon. And uh, just like Owl said, these things might not work instantly for you. It takes tweaking. It takes changing things up. It takes you actually diving into your own analytics and seeing what your what your own users or followers are are doing, you know, and what what the, what their schedules are. So make sure you're using your own analytics because it is different per account. There is a generalization we can use, but uh, it does change person to person. So uh, be sure to to do your homework and your research for your projects. We appreciate everyone that was able to hop up in here. I do apologize we couldn't get to everyone though. Owls, you sound great, bud. I sound great now? No, I'm just kidding with you. You still sound like I do? <laughs> yes. Anyways, a uh, couple couple announcements for you guys. Uh, if, if you guys are new to the Polygon, just make sure you guys are checking out the Polygon Alliance Discord. Make sure you're following some of the, the, the speakers up here. Right now we have the Ukraine uh, gallery that's going on right now. It's a charity event in Spatial. We have Women in Tech 22 open. We have Polygon Social Metaverse open. Uh, we are crushing it going into uh going into march uh if you guys haven't already go ahead and click on my profile subscribe to the newsletter check out what the community is doing if you guys have any questions you guys want to be a part of it go check out the discord reach out and that concludes five strategies to boost your twitter engagement if you'd like to get a hold of myself mega retro or creative owls feel free to check out our websites we have contact pages on each one of them mine is mega retro.art and creative owls is creative owls.io thanks again see you guys next time